But the sooner that you get the property optimized, the sooner you can refinance it. And it gets very, very exciting very, very quickly. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to hopefully a very exciting episode. Today, we're going to be joined with Frank Galluccio and Gabriel Araish. Uh, Montreal is Gabriel, and Toronto is Frank, and I am, of course, in my home in Orlando, Florida, but originally from Montreal as well. And if you are just joining us for the first time, I highly recommend that you listen to at least the first 10 podcasts to get you up to snuff so you understand all the terms, uh, what we're talking about, asset-based lenders, how you never have to use a nickel out of your own money to buy anything ever, and what we're going to be discussing today specifically is how to optimize, or basically our business model to optimize and pull out money whenever we buy a property. Because we're not just buying properties to make the cash flow and build our wealth, but we're also buying it so we can optimize the asset, pull out as much money as we can during the refinance phase, and then use that cash tax-free, of course, to go buy more or to enjoy our life, whatever that, that case may be. And if you haven't listened to some past episodes, I highly recommend that you do because you might be a little lost on this one since we're going to get into a little bit of a techni technical things, can't speak English today, technical things to make your life better and your family's life better and give you more time and just have more fun in life. That's something that you like to do. Work less, make more, and just keep more, have more fun. That's it's the whole point. So welcome, gentlemen. Very welcome. Very welcome. My pleasure. El gusto es mío. All right. So let's discuss uh, optimization. Uh, for those of you that do not know, maybe you're listening to this again uh, out of sequence, which is just dandy. Our objective is to buy assets using none of our own money, of course. And the only way to do that is to buy it at the right price. And once you buy it at the right price, we then look for an upside. We're not looking to buy anything, but something that has an opportunity to grow the business, an opportunity either in reduced rents, something that is, and we're of course discussing multifamilies, mobile home parks, anything where there's a lower occupancy that there should be or less revenue than there should be due to poor management or maybe something that needs a little bit of sprucing up, um, not complete rehabs. Only Frank loves those and loves the pain in the ass in that, but uh, I'm terrified and have no interest in dealing with contractors that are teenagers that just keep requesting more money, more time, and no thanks. But Frank is pretty skilled at it. So good on Frank. I just don't have the patience. Yeah. So we're looking for something with that has an opportunity to, to raise rents, and you'll understand why this is so important as we get into the math that we're going to be doing near the end. Because our business model is to find the right asset uh, that has the right upside, which we're going to discuss in this uh, in this episode. And uh, once we optimize it to pull as much cash out as possible, and those refinance paydays can be over a million dollars if you do it right. So really, really exciting stuff. Uh, so I, I've, I've introed it. Uh, Gabriel, do you want to pick up the from where I am right now and just let's go? Well, sure. Well, I mean, the, the first step is obviously, like you said, is buying it right. And something that's important to note, at least in my end, you did mention that Frank likes the full gut rehabs and whatnot, but I much prefer buying a property that has a lot of upside, but it is currently cash flowing uh, when I'm buying it. So even in its current state, it's providing the return or at least the, the sexy returns that we like. And then from there, you know, 
draw up a plan, which we'll discuss probably in later episodes, of how to get to the optimized value or the, the assets optimal value in order to be able to take out all, around, all of the money and use it for something else. So the first step, again, important is, is buying it right. Um, I'm not sure how many times we're gonna have to beat that drum because it's, it's the most important part of our process is, is the buying right. So you gotta have the right return, the right cash flow, and then from there, once you, you've settled into that property and, and you, you've started collecting your cash flow, then you can draw up your plan for optimization. But it's very important that you have a plan before you even get into the property so that you know how to execute it after. And that comes down to the processes that we keep talking about. So uh, the first step, buying it right. Uh, second step after that, I guess, is the optimization. I'm not sure we want to get into this in this episode. I, I don't know if you guys want to draw up a little bit on that or not, or touch on this a little bit on that. But I think, I think, that's pretty much it for now in terms of the entry point. Well, I want to thanks Gabe for that. And this is Frank, by the way. Um, yes, I do like the guts and glory um, <laughs> in, in the properties. But think about it. Okay, let's talk about optimization. What is optimization? Do you want to, you know, even make it relevant to a tree or a plant or whatever? Do you want to buy, you know, when you buy a tree, do you buy a mature tree or plant? And sometimes you could. But me, you know, if the existing landscape area already has trees and plants there, but it's not part of my plan, yeah, I'm going to gut it. I'm going to take everything out. I'm going to cultivate the soil, get new, uh, you know, black soil, nice rich soil with all the nutrients or whatever. And I'm going to plant my own tree and my own plants that meet my criteria for that thing. So I want to be better than my competition. I want to be better than my neighboring property. So uh, again, going into optimization, it's like buying a stock market. Are you going to buy, are you going to buy a stock at the top of its market? No, you want to buy it below and then how do you improve it? So again, obviously you're not improving the stock. It's the, the stock managers that improve it. Yes. Or the mutual fund manager that does it. So you got to think of yourself the same way. So when you're buying a property, I'm okay with both. So don't get me wrong. I, Gabe, I like your plan, uh, cash flowing and then renovate, all right, or at the same time. So you're still making money and make the property pay for it. Or you can, you know, buy it right and accommodate or allocate in your head when you're estimating before you buy it, saying, okay, I'm going to have to spend X amount before for me to cultivate that landscape area, get new trees in there, and so forth. Yes, Marco. You said something I, I want to touch on because you're looking down and you're not looking at the screen, so it's, it's hard to get your attention. I have to wave my hands. You said to have the property pay for it. I just want to stop there. So for the listener, they're going, you know, that's like a Scooby-Doo moment. Like, what do you mean by that? How, do, how is the property paying for it? Well, if you buy it right with the right cash flow and there's an opportunity to improve. So let's just touch on those things quickly. If And then in the next episode, the very next one, we'll, we'll go over how to do what we're about to explain. Uh, I think it would be a good one-two punch. So first, underperforming rents, where the rents, for example, are $900 a month but the owner's had it for so long, he's never improved rents or increased rents because he doesn't want to lose anyone. It's $500 a month right now. So there's a huge upside to raise rents. Well, you can't just buy the property and instantly double the rents because you're going to lose everybody. So it's going to destabilize the property. There has to be a process to that. And I'm assuming that if the, the property hasn't been updated either, it's going to be hard for you to fetch close to market rents. So you know, there's there's that to be considered. Also, who's paying the power? Who's paying the water? How are the utilities being distributed? There's, you know, you could either change the the whole system or you could implement what's called a, a rubs process, which is giving back the utilities over to the tenants, charge basically dividing up the the whatever is collected into the tenant base. So they're paying for their own utilities without an expensive, you know, conversion. conversion. 
So it's it's uh, there's another way of doing that. Again, we're we're going to discuss the degree that you know go into the details into the next next episode. You know, having bad management, changing that, uh, low occupancy. Uh, most people want 100% occupancy. That terrifies me. 100% occupancy, as Frank said, is the top of the stock market. You you don't want to buy at the top stock. You're only going to get less occupancy. Can't have 100% occupancy 100% of the time. It's impossible. So you're buying it at the absolute most that it could ever make, which is not what we want at all. My financial orgasm is a 15% is a high return at 50% occupancy. You know, very high return at a 50% occupancy means anything that we increase in value in, in rents or in occupancy is straight money in our pocket because we've already paid the expenses, the taxes, the insurance, maintenance, management, all the other shit that has to be paid with the first half. So with the next half, it's it's all profit or most of it is anyway. And we can take the profits that we make, reinvest it into the building, and eventually over time, without putting a nickel of our own, improve the property. So there's... And there's, you know, there's a lot more, you know, Frank has turned around a few mobile home parks, Gabriel as well as, you know, and some apartment buildings uh, that we have uh, sprinkled all over the U.S. So they're very familiar with this stuff. So I'm sure I've missed something and I want to leave some, some meat on the bone for you guys. Well, so. no, no, I don't think you've missed anything. I think, and a lot of these points are kind of interrelated, right? Because if you have bad management and if the property is not up to, to date, obviously you're not going to fetch higher rent. But something that's important here is, and, and this is just, I guess, a warning is a lot of the owners that are selling you these properties know about all these problems and they know that there's all this upside available. And because of that, a lot of them are going to try and get you to pay more for the property because there's all that upside left for you. Uh, the one thing that they discount and which we want to make sure that you understand is that in order for that upside to be tapped into, somebody has to do the work and spend the money. And that's not going to be the seller. That's going to be you. And if you're going to be putting in all that work, time and effort, who should be paid for that work, time and effort? Is it your seller or should it be you? And obviously, this is a, it's a question that doesn't really require an answer. Everybody knows that the answer is you. So I think the mistake that most people make is that they buy something based on potential rather than buying based on what's really going on right now at the time of your purchase. So that's something that I wanted to highlight here. Uh, I feel that this is super important. That comes down to my point earlier of buying it right. But uh, a lot of people actually enjoy paying for potential for some reason. I, I never got it. I don't know if you guys get it, <laughs> but I never understood it. And, and that's something that you should be careful. So don't pay for potential. Understand the potential and what you can do to it so that you can actually reap the benefits. And that's super important, but don't pay for it. Frank, what do you think of pro forma? Talk to well, me about actually, that's, Well, that's, that's well said. Yeah. Like bringing it back to the stock market, you know, someone's not going to sell, uh, sell you uh, whatever, even if it's Amazon or, or an Apple stock or whatever and say, hey, you know what? We know it's going to go to $150. So why don't you just give us $150 now? <laughs> When when today's market is like eighty or whatever it is, I don't know what it is. I, I don't three thousand. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, so I'm totally off. I don't play in the stock market. I don't play in any assets that I can't control. Mm. I played there before in that arena, and it, it's not for me. Yeah, I know because uh, I can't control it. So going back to what you said, that you, right on, uh, Mark, uh, uh, Gabe. Yeah, if you're rolling up your sleeves and you're taking the risk and the time to do all this shit. Yeah, you shouldn't pay the owner or the seller that in advance. It's like, shit, if you wanted to do it, if you could do it, you should have done it. 
And if you didn't, you want me to roll up the sleeves? No problem. I'll roll it up. So again, when, when, when I look at properties, yes, I do look for that upside. I do look at how am I going to improve it? How can I make the 2.0 version of it? You know, when mm-hmm. products come out and they have, you know, the new product that's out, there's, you know there's already another product that's, that has better features in it. That's what I look in a property. No different uh, format. So it's just not a product, obviously. It's, it's, it's real estate. So I look at the same thing. What are my competitors doing? What can I do better that they're not doing? And what can I do that they're not even offering? And that's exactly the same way I approach any property that I'm either gutting or I'm, I'm starting from, you know, it's still cash flowing, but still need to be some work to be done. Optimizing is really yeah. the term here. Yeah. Yeah. So be careful of pro forma. That's kind of the, the term that you'll be seeing if you're, you get into this business. The pro forma is this, the pro forma is that, this is how much money you could make. Mm-hmm. And they're selling it for a lot more than they really should based on what it could make in the future. So there are going to be risks versus rewards. And if you're doubling the rents because they say, hey, you can double the rents, there's destabilization when you start doing that and you have to do it the right way. And that takes experience and knowledge if you don't know what you're doing and you could get into a real problem if you don't, you know, if you're not careful. And the first question I always ask is, well, why hasn't the seller done it? If, if, it's, so, if it's such an amazing opportunity with so much potential, why isn't the seller doing it? And you'll be surprised at what the answers are. And there are some things where the seller doesn't know what to do. And we're definitely, not, as buyers, not going to say, well, if you did this, 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 and that, you know, you can do it very easily. You know, you got to shut your pie hole and, and not say those things when you're buying it because sometimes they just don't know. And ignorance is very expensive. Marcoism I've been using for a very long time. So it's important to uh, know when you're being fooled where the opportunities are, what the risks are. Let's take, for example, a a building where it has a $300,000 gross. It's half occupied and rents are underperforming and it's been mismanaged. And we buy the building for, let's say, a million bucks. So we get a really great deal. It's netting $150,000 a year. Again, it grosses $300,000. We get in there and over 18 months, two years, 30 months, we get the gross revenue up to $400,000. Actually, a lot more than four hundred thousand. Um, yeah, about four hundred. Double it. Right? Yeah, we double it. Occupancy, so yeah. So it could be four hundred thousand, and we're increasing rents, making our net revenue now two hundred thousand dollars. In fact, to even let's say we just did two hundred thousand. Yeah. Now the building's worth two million bucks at least. It could be worth even two point five million bucks. When we refinance it, you could pull out let's say one point six, one point seven million. If we owe a million because we bought it right. And we've put only the money that we've made. So we really haven't taken any money for ourselves. We've just put money back into the building, back into the building, back into the building. And any money that has come out has been reinvested into the project. And after, let's say, takes you two years, you owe $1 million, you refinance for $1.7 million, you pay off your old loan of a million, you're left with $700,000 cash in your pocket over Tax for two free. years. Tax-free. It's, it's a refi. So it's $700,000 that you can now do something with. So maybe you could pull out a little bit of money every month just to say that you're making some money. But the sooner that you get the property optimized, the sooner you can refinance it. And it gets very, very exciting very, very quickly. So I don't know any business where you have no money in, you could still make a decent cash flow and in a very short period of time with no money, no credit, because it's the business itself. It's the property that's being refinanced, not you. You're not the one that has to qualify. The property does. So if the business 
is doing well and has a track record, which it would after two years or even 18 months for that matter, actually 12 months technically. Once you have a, uh, it's called a trailing 12 months. Once you have 12 months of, uh, you know, of good records, but you want optimized 12 months, meaning that you want the highest revenue for a 12 month cycle. And once you show a really high revenue for a 12 month cycle, that's the value that they're going to look at. And, you know, I don't know of any business where you can pull out hundreds of thousands of dollars tax-free with absolutely zero skin in the game if, other than having the right knowledge and implementing it the right way. So it's, it's extremely exciting. So it's just a matter of recognizing the opportunities, understanding that, you know, don't be sold a bill of goods where, hey, there's this great opportunity. You can buy it for future value. That's called pro forma, which is a trap. It's like, sell, it's like buying, I have, a, I have two acres of, of, of great land on Mars. You just have to figure out how to get there. It's going to cost money to, to do that. Don't fall for that trap. Or you can buy Apple stock at what it's going to be in five years from now. doesn't make any sense. You buy it for what it is today, as both uh, Frank and Gabriel have said. You know, follow the directions, which we're going to do next. So on the very next episode, we're going to go over some of the things that you can do to force appreciation, force revenue to go up, so you can refinance at maximum value. Anything else to add on this, boys, or do we wrap this up? No, that's it. Don't miss the next episode. It's, 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 we're going to be revealing everything that we do, everything that we look at as well in terms of how we optimize a property to max out its value. So it's going to be very exciting. Whoop, whoop. We'll see you on the next episode. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.